Welcome to the Amputation Nation Podcast. Here's your host, P.L.G. Welcome to the Amputation Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Phantom Limb Gamer, but you may call me P.L.G. I'm a double baloney amputee, and I started this podcast as a way to tell my story while also helping others that just became an amputee or friends and or family members of those who became an amputee. Each episode is going to focus on something different, such as prepping for surgery, what to do after your amputation, dealing with insurance, ADA compliance, going back to work, uh, so much more. This is episode one, and we will be talking about prepping for surgery. So when I talk about prepping for surgery, I'm not talking about the day of the surgery. I'm talking about what to do leading up to the surgery. For example, you're going to want to make sure you have a great care team in place. A care team should consist of, oh, like your primary doctor. It could consist of a wound care doctor. It could consist of an infectious disease doctor and so forth. I would also strongly recommend getting a therapist. And the reason I say this is I had my leg amputated below the knee in 2017. And I thought I'd be fine. I thought I could get through it. Well, I couldn't be more wrong. It was very hard to get through that time of my life. I went down a deep hole and it was hard to pull myself out of it. I went through a lot of depression. I felt worthless um, and I felt helpless. Fast forward to last year, July of uh, 2022. I started talking to a therapist before my surgery and it made a world of difference, guys. It was awesome. I had someone there to talk to. She was listening to me, offered different perspective on things. It was just great. And I strongly recommend it. Don't worry so much about getting a therapist that is uh, exclusively, exclusively helps with like amputees. You probably won't find that. Any therapist is fine, guys. I just, I really recommend getting a therapist because it's going to do you a lot more good than you probably think. Okay, so now that you have a care team, make sure everybody's on the same page. And I'm talking about make sure before your surgery, you have certain goals. Um, So like you want to be able to be out of the hospital by this time. You want to be starting physical therapy by this time. So have like a timeline and make sure everybody knows this timeline. It's just so much better when everybody's on the same page. It's very frustrating when you forget to tell somebody about something and all of a sudden now they're not on the same page as everybody else. It could get frustrating. So make sure everybody's on the same page. Also advocate for yourself. You are going to hear me talk a lot about this. Advocating for yourself is so important. Um, I don't care how many degrees a doctor has, you know, your body better than anybody else. So if you are making a decision that you think is in your best interest, and they disagree with you, advocate for yourselves. If you can't advocate for yourself, find someone that can advocate for you. This this is going to go such a long way in your journey to recovery. Also, do not, under any circumstance, watch YouTube videos of other amputations being performed. All this is going to do is drive your anxiety, and that is the last thing you need before having an amputation done. Prepare yourself mentally. And what I mean by this... Again, I said this before, start talking with a therapist, even before your surgery. It's going to do you so much good, I promise you. Also remember, amputation can be a good thing. Everyone dreads having a limb amputated. Keep in mind that whatever is causing you to have to lose your limb 
goes with the limb once it is amputated. It can do you so much. It, it can do a lot of good. You don't have to worry about the infection. You don't have to worry about whatever it is. Also, they have done, there's so many medical advances in terms of prosthetics that it I, it's crazy. So that's another thing I would do. Spend your time researching prosthetics because it's crazy what these prosthetics can do these days. It's just, it's awesome. Take the time to think about your decision to amputate. Don't jump to this conclusion. Don't think this is the only thing that you, that you, that this is the only thing that you can do. Make sure you think about it. Make sure you talk to your doctor. Make sure you talk to your wound care doctor, whoever it is. Make sure that they've, they think that they've gone through about everything that they can do to help you. Just make sure you think about it. Your limbs are not going to grow back. At least mine haven't yet. Maybe someday, but not yet. <laughs> so make sure you take time to think about your decision. Maybe talk to some people on Facebook. Join a support group on Facebook, a support group for amputees. I did this. I mean, what a better way, to, better people to talk to than people that have gone through it. The people on these Facebook pages, support pages, are awesome because they're they, these Facebook pages have been created to help people that are going through something that that they went through. So join an amputee support page uh, on Facebook. It's going to do you a lot of good, I promise. Uh, great way to make friends, too. It's a great medium to vent as well because they can empathize with you. They went through it. So definitely join a support group prior to your surgery on Facebook. It's also going to be very important to have things in place. You're going to have a lot of time before your surgery, most likely. So some things you're going to want to do, uh, educate yourself on uh, things your insurance will and won't cover. This is going to be important because you wouldn't believe some of the things that insurance won't cover. So be prepared to be able to fight for it because it's going to be a fight. So just educate yourself. Look into accessibility options. Look at different types of crutches. Now you can get under the uh, armpit crutches or you can get forearm crutches. I really hate forearm crutches. Or excuse me, under the armpit crutches, I prefer forearm crutches. But that's me. Just make sure you're doing some research on them. You can read reviews on them. Look at different types of wheelchairs. Now, when you're looking at wheelchairs, some things you want to keep in mind. Number one, you're going to want to keep in mind the size of the wheelchair because you have to go through doorways. I would also measure doorways. Make sure your doorway is wide enough to fit your wheelchair. Also look at reviews on wheelchairs. Find out the comfortability of them. You're also going to want to look at wheelchair cushions. That's a big one. You might be spending a lot of time in this wheelchair as you are waiting for a prosthetic limb. So make sure you read a lot of reviews. Make sure you're looking at the weight of the wheelchair. Make sure you're also looking at the weight capacity of a wheelchair. So and the, so there's there's just so much to look at when you're looking at a wheelchair. So make sure you do a lot of research. Also, also, and this is uh, geared towards more uh, below knee or above knee amputees. I would look at hospital beds because if you come home after, now, if your if your bedroom is on the main level, you probably don't have to worry about it. But I would still recommend it. I definitely wouldn't sleep on the couch. But if your bedroom is upstairs or downstairs, definitely look into it, even if you have a bed on the main level. 
a hospital bed is nice because it gives it's automatic. It's going to give you a button. You can raise the back of it to help you set up. It can go up and down, floor to the ground to help you transfer. Um, you can also look at getting a triangle hanging above your bed, which you can grab onto uh, that help you m- maneuver around as well. Also look into transitional care. Maybe two or some transitional cares. Now, I stayed at two different transitional cares. The first one was not very good. I had talked to my social worker while I was in the hospital, and she was asking some questions to make sure that they could take care of my needs. Now, one of the needs I needed was somebody there that could uh, change the dressing on a pick line, and they assured me they could. Another need was having somebody there that could put an IV in should something happen to my pick line because I needed IV antibiotics. Well, when I got to the transitional care, lo and behold, I needed a dressing change on my pick line. And the the nurse that came in had the um, had everything there for a standard IV change, but not a pick line change. So they weren't able to do it. Also, they didn't have an IV team on campus. So I had to wait till the next day for someone to come in and put an IV in me so I could get my IV antibiotics. So the point of this is make absolute sure they're going to be able to take care of your needs. Now, the second time I stayed at traditional care, it was way better. I asked a lot of the, a lot more questions. I read some reviews. I talked to some people and it was just a much better experience. They had, they had an IV team on campus. Um, they had nurses there 24 seven. It was awesome. So, Look at the transitional care, but also make sure you ask a lot of questions, read some reviews, talk to some friends and family members, uh, and make sure that you get all the information you need. Look at the mobility scooters. I have a mobility scooter. I know yeah, I'm 44 years old, and at first I was embarrassed. I'm 44 years old. I'm in a mobility scooter. Come on. You know what? It's awesome. I get around so much better. Uh, I go to the mall, I go to the zoo, I, I can, if I want to go outside, I, there's a caribou coffee down the street from my house. Sometimes I'll jump, sometimes I'll jump on my mobility scooter and just drive to caribou. Uh, it's awesome, guys. One of the best uh, purchases I made, one of the best investments I made. Look at the mobility scooters. Also, if you are, again, for lower body amputees, I would look into hand controls for your car. I have hand controls. I'm not talking about the Amazon hand controls uh, or the hand controls you can buy on Amazon. They're like 150, 200 bucks. You have to install them yourself. They're very clunky. I just, I don't trust them. At the very least, read reviews. I went through Courage Kenny here in Minnesota and I went through an assessment. They tested my peripheral vision, my driving knowledge. Uh, Then I did some behind the wheels, and then I did a driver test, just like I'm 16 years old getting my driver's license again, except I used hand controls. And I'll tell you guys, at first it was difficult using hand controls. I just wasn't used to it. I was very nervous. I got used to them quickly. And to be honest with you, now that I've driven with them for about a year, I prefer them over driving with my feet. So definitely look at hand controls, and maybe you decide not to get them. But I know there's a lot of amputees that will drive with their prosthetic. And I just, it's just, it's dangerous to do that because you can't, keep in mind, you can't, you can't bend your ankle. So you're lifting your whole leg. So 
you can get your foot stuck. I've heard amputees get their foot stuck under the brake. I've heard just horror stories of amputees driving with a prosthetic and getting an accident. One, I read one story, someone crashed into the side of a house. So really look into the hand controls, call your local, I don't know, medical supply company, uh, maybe Courage Kenny, someplace, Google search hand controls where you can get them installed uh, near you. Call them and ask ask them questions. No question is a dumb question. Not just regarding hand controls. In general, no question is a dumb question. So always feel free to ask as many questions as you want. Get as much information as you can to make the best decision that's best for you. Moving on, communication is key. If you're working, make sure to always keep in constant communication with your employer. This goes such a long way, guys. Always make sure they know what's going on. You can never give them too much information. It is not your responsibility to decide what's important to tell them. It's just your responsibility to communicate with them. They'll decide what's important, what's not important. Plus, it will go to show what a great employee you are because you're communicating. Communicating is very important. Also communicate any pain you're having to your care team, whether it's your primary care doctor, your wound care doctor, your processist, whoever it is, make sure you're constantly communicating that. Keep in constant communication with your family and friends. Let them know any pain that might be happening. The one good thing about communicating with family and friends is that they're going to feel important and you want that. You want them to feel like they're playing a vital role in your recovery from this. So always make sure you're communicating with them. Rely on your family and friends before and after surgery. Try to do a get-together prior to your surgery. I did that. I had family and friends over here uh, the day before my surgery. It was awesome. We had a barbecue. People came over. It just What it does, it puts you in good spirits. And that's what you want. You want to go into the surgery in good spirits. Uh, and remember, they're there to help you any way possible. Again, they will feel important. You want them to feel like they're playing a role in this. And whether it's taking you to appointments, whether it's just letting you vent to them, whatever it is, make sure you're reaching out to them as much as possible. So it's the night before surgery. So what do we do? Okay, first of all, relax. Try to relax. Uh, Watch several episodes of your favorite TV show. For me, it was The Office. Okay, Maybe watch your favorite movie. You could do that too. Go out to dinner with friends and family. Now, if you do this, make sure you're eating light. I wouldn't recommend eating a big, back, greasy cheeseburger or a nice big steak. Just keep it light. Maybe a salad, something simple, soup, something simple, because you're going to have a lot of anxiety. You're going to be very nervous. You don't want to be eating food like that when you're nervous because nothing good can come of that. Just try to eat light. Again, do not watch YouTube videos of other amputations be performed. Just don't do it, especially the night before your surgery. So the morning or day of surgery, take a nice hot shower. It just, first of all, you'll be nice and clean. Secondly, it feels good. And third, it relaxes you. Um, also, it's going to be a while before you're going to be able to take a shower uh, because you're going to have your incision. So, I mean, you'll be able to wash yourself. You'll be able to do like, you know, sponge bathe yourself. 
but it's going to be a while before you get showered. So make sure you take a nice long hot shower. Um, also, make sure you leave early. Give yourself plenty of time to get to the hospital. Arrive early. When you're there, when you're in that little holding room, uh, before you go into the OR, maybe bring out your phone, maybe listen to some music, uh, maybe watch a movie or something on Netflix. Um, but again, do not watch any episodes or any YouTube videos of amputations being done. Just try to relax. Well, you did it, guys. You got to the OR. They amputated your limb. Uh, so now the recovery begins. Uh, so next week, speaking of recovery, we're going to be talking about what to do after your amputation. So that's it for today's episode. I would like, uh, I would appreciate any feedback, uh, and welcome any questions. You can email me at ampnationpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at GamerLim, G-A-M-E-R-L-I-M-B. Also, if you are into playing video games or watching people playing video games, I am on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv, and I am Phantom Limb Gamer. That is all spelt together uh, as one word, Phantom Limb Gamer. Um, I stream a lot of retro. I stream some Switch, uh, also some PlayStation 5. So if you would like to follow me on Twitch, feel free to do so. Uh, until next week, guys, thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate you, and uh, have a good night. PLG out. <laughs>